And welcome to Edinburgh, everyone. We are ready to jump it up between the Jackson Dell. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> between the Jacksonville Eagles and the Mohawks of Waldron. And we are underway. The tip has gone to the Eagles. We thank John Heil and Terrence Arney for so much great help on all our pregame festivities. And Caleb White takes the ball in for the first bucket of the game. JCD scores it as 2-0 with 740 left in the first quarter. This is as tight timing as we could ever possibly have, and it's worked out beautifully. Jack Fisher dribbling it up for... Waldron and has a slip out of his hands picked up by Keith Settles the 6'6 senior whom we mentioned in the pregame you heard uh, has not quite lived up to the scoring potential in many of the games that the Trojans uh, Mohawks rather have had this season here's a nice jumper from the left side that is Will Larison putting it in um, Chris and uh, we are now tied 2-2 two to two. Should be a good game between these two. We got two teams that are looking to break some losing streaks. We'll talk more about that here in just a bit. Absolutely. And the, oh my, Eagles bring it down the lane, and Max Jones gets a nice stuff, but there was also a foul on the play. And that was not by Jones, it was by, excuse me, it was by number like, five, like number and five. that was uh, Jack Fisher. Fisher. Fisher with his first, first team foul for either squad in the game, and the first free throw for Brady Comer. The 5'10 senior Jackson Dell goes through, not a problem. Eagles lead 3-2. We're one minute and one second into this one. Second shot bounds out, not good. Rebounded by Settles, and here come the Mohawks. We saw him against Oldenburg Academy a few weeks ago. They had a tough time. Jack Fisher dribbles it up right side of the lane now, gets it to Lucas Shaw. He, Lucas going to the baseline, and he flings one up, but they're going to say he was fouled, and that is going to go against Landon Coleman. Chris, uh, one team foul on each squad so far, and going right to the lane to shoot it is Lucas Shaw. Nice little drive on the baseline, just couldn't finish it up, but he'll, he'll try to earn it the hard way from the free throw line, but Jackson Dell, last victory came on January 26th. They're on a six-game losing streak, but Mid-Hoosier basketball team, Waldron, not too... Well, they last win was back on the 17th of February. They're on a two-game losing streak. Both shots bound out and are not good. Rebounding and pointing it up from the baseline is Lucas Shaw. Also missed it off the back of the iron. Coming back down with it is Jack Fisher. He's up front now for the Mohawks. Into the lane it goes. And going up off the glass, no. Settles, rebounds, gets it back up front. Another offensive opportunity for the Mohawks. Fourth chance in a row. Really good tip away by Clark Dwinger, the 6'4 senior, for Jackson Dell. And now Settles has it up front. He's a little bit taller than Clark at about 6'6. So that's going to be a match of the Titans throughout this evening. It is still Mohawk ball. They're working it around, passing well. Will Larison going to the baseline. He's off the rim and not good. Coming down with it is Dwinger. And Clark brings it up front himself. Passes off to one of the guards now. That's Landon Ash who gets the start today. And we will go through the starters in a few moments. Landon Coleman has it up front. Back to Ash. Inside now to Dwinger. Up for the layup. Good. Left-handed. Clark with a nice shot there, Chris. Very good give and go, and it gives the uh, a nice little basket inside with a left-hand dish. 
That makes the score 5-2, Jackson Dell. And trying to get one to crawl over the rim from the left side about eight feet away is Max Jones. It comes down into the hands of the... Of Jackson Dell, and it's over to the left wing now. Once again, it was Dwinger coming out to handle that ball and launching the three, the first one of the day. That was Brady Comer. He now has four points. It is eight to two. Bringing it up front is Fisher now. And going underneath. That is the kind of post play you want from Lucas Shaw, even though he's only the 6'3", and kind of that second post behind Keith Settles. But he's got some nice moves underneath, and he, he can uh, he can score in the uh, amongst the land of the Giants, as they say. Absolutely. Makes it 8-4 to four now. And the Eagles have another three going up from the hand of Comer. Off the rim, not good. Rebounded, put back, and that is underneath. Dwenger once again off the back of the iron, and it's pulled down finally. By Shaw. Nice defense that time by Settle. He made him adjust that shot and miss it, and now he's got the ball underneath. And here is Settles underneath, and he is fouled and is going to be shooting too. Keith already more involved in this game than he had been in the previous one that we saw. First foul on Caleb White. That'll be a second team foul on Jackson Dell. Settles at six feet six. Goes to the stripe. First one's good. So that's Keith's first point of the game. It's now 8-5 in favor of JCD with 4-0-8 remaining in the first quarter. And second shot, also good for Settles. He's not settling for anything yet today. 4-0-5 remaining in the quarter. It's 8-6. It's good to see the big guy can shoot some free throws. It's normally kind of an Achilles heel for some of the taller players in this league. but Absolutely. He drilled those two. Landon Coleman has it, goes back up front, and there is, again, the big guy with the score. That is Clark Dwinger with the tray. It's 11-6. Nice to see the big guys getting outside and shooting it. They both are, absolutely. Ball goes through the hands of Jack Fisher for Waldron. He brings it up, gets cut off by the defense. Passes over to Lucas Shaw on the left wing who's directing traffic through underneath. Settles comes through from the right side of the lane to the left. Still no pass there. 3.20 remaining in the first quarter. It's 11-6 JCD. There's the pass to Settles. He's trying to go up over Dwinger. He does. Back of the iron. Not good. And a foul on the rebound. I don't think no, 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 no foul on the rebound, although there was contact down there. It looked like Will Larrison clobbered one I like of the that. Eagles. I like that. It was a no call. It's just uh, unnecessary. Just hit it out of bounds. Yep. There was some contact, yes, but it wasn't enough to merit a call. There Found you go. The call got overturned. Oh. It's going to go back to the Mohawks. It sure is. Coach Bowman is not thrilled oh, at that's, all. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Don't blame him. Jack Fisher inbounds on the baseline. So here comes Waldron once again. Up front and around that ball goes to Jack Fisher. Now over to the left side to Shaw. He gets to the baseline, one-on-two, shot not there, and pulling it finally down is Dwinger. Clark showing a lot of versatility <laughs> today, uh, Chris, that uh, he may not have in some of the earlier games this season. He is, and Dwinger had a one-arm rebound because his other arm was being held. <laughs> and going up for a layup into a jump ball situation are the Eagles. That was Brady Comer, and he can't believe that the grasp of that ball resulted in a jump and the possession arrow going to the Mohawks. That was a quick one. So it's Fisher. Right side, covered out there by Carson Hughes. 
Gets it over to Shaw on the left. Lucas goes down to the corner. Left side, baseline. Now it's underneath, backing in, no shot. And up for two from 10 feet away is Fisher. It's not good off the front of the rim. Bring it all the way back down are the Eagles. And they're stuffed on the other end. And shooting two was Comer. He's going to the foul line for a pair. He was tagged, they say, by Sam Jones, who had just checked in a few moments ago, the say 6'1 this, senior. I'll say this about Waldron. They've come out here to play some defense, and they are doing Man. a really good job doing it. And when you think as uh, Comer makes the first free throw, you think about the crowd here, it's definitely in favor of Waldron here today. You there see is a lot, lot of, of yeah, blue and white, out there. Blue, yep. blue and white here, and there's a lot of Edinburgh fans here as well because they have the second game right after this one. Absolutely. On their home floor. The Lancers of Edinburgh. 13-6 mm-hmm. to six now. The Jacksonville with the biggest lead I believe they've had at seven points. 2.05 remaining in the first. It's Jack Fisher up front. Over to the right side to Sam Jones. Sam comes to the middle. Can't get past Winger. Gets back over to the right side. Now down in the corner is Larrison. Dribbles in. Can't get by the defensive comer. Down to the corner they go. Back once again to Larrison. And he's in for two. No. Side of the rim. No. Rebound not good. And bringing it down for JCD. It is once again Brady Comer. In the lane he goes. Dwinger up front. Playing much more guard-like, I think, Chris, than uh, we've seen him before this season. There's there's Comer for a jumper from the right side of the lane. It's good for two. If you can't leave him that wide open, he's got a really good mid-range jump shot, and he's going to nail that thing all the time. I think he's uh, Dringer's playing outside because of Settle. Uh Uh-huh. Very good. And that's a sudden eight points for uh, Brady Comer, by the way. The Settle is out of the game right now. Pivoting with no pass to make as Sam Jones, he finally does get it away. Over to the right side to Lucas Shaw. Lucas backs out to near midcourt to try something else. Gets a screen, and it's over to the left corner. 4-3, and no. Pulled down by Max Jones. Another offensive opportunity for Waldron and the Mohawks. Over to the right they go, right of the lane. Dribbling it in is Shaw. Can't get a shot away. Picked up by Jones. Back up front. And now left of the lane. Backing in is Shaw. He doesn't have anything against Winger. Clark is certainly a presence in there. And he deflects the shot. It's off the front of the rim. Pulled down once again. By JCD. And that was uh, Brady Borgman who had just checked in. Made that rebound. It's like the uh, JCD going to play for the last shot here with 13 seconds left. Absolutely. It's the winger up front. Goes back to Comer. Brady goes right of the lane. Gets it out to the right side for a jumper from the hand of Landon Coleman. It is not good. Second one. Death coming from, uh, excuse me, from uh, uh, Winger was also not good. And we end the period with the score Jacksonville 15 and Waldron 6. So we'll be back for the second period in just a moment. It is... Live basketball right here on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. 
For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the tech. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jackson Dell Boys basketball team on another season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young men the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Opening the second quarter here, the Jacksonville Eagles leading the Mohawks of Waldron 15-6. Jacksonville starting with the ball in the second quarter, and Landon Ash handles it up front. Going underneath to Clark Dwinger, he is splitting the big guys, gets his own rebound off the glass. It is not good on the second shot, gets a third, not there either, and Keith Settles pulls it down for Waldron. Right back quickly up front. Over to Will Larrison for the white-clad Mohawks. Driving toward the baseline is uh, Parker Douglas, who's in the 5'9 junior. Going baseline and getting it to go is Larrison. That's going to be a pair and a free throw coming. Will Larrison's got some skills. I don't know if you've been watching this, Jim, but he's got some really good one-on-one moves. And he finally got one to go down. And he's now trying to complete the three-point play. First foul for Jacksonville's number 23. The shot is not good. Got to work on the free throw shooting, though. That one one wasn't really close. Back of the iron, (laughs) way not good. Yeah, 7-10 remaining in the half. And here come the Eagles once again. It is going around to Dwinger inside, then out to the left corner, up for three, no, and pull down. They get another opportunity. It is Borgman getting it inside. Now to Dwinger off the glass and good. Clark with his seventh point of the game. It's 17 to 8, Jacksonville. He was able to get behind Settle that time. He was able to put it nicely off the window, uncontested. So here come the Mohawks once again. They are going from our right to left. Settles is in the corner, playing like a guard or a forward rather than a post. Stuck in the corner is Parker Douglas with that ball. Can he get away? He passes it away, but then the next man to have it gets stuck down there, and that was Lucas Shaw. Now settles, deflects the pass, and it goes right into the hands of Dwinger and the Eagles. They bring it back down, going to the left side, thinking about a jump shot, not there, and now launching an NBA three is the latest man to come in for Jackson Dell, and that was Carson Hughes. And, oh, big foul out of bounds on the far sideline. This will be charged to the Mohawks, or is there a foul? No, but Caleb Caleb White actually dove out of bounds and somehow knocked the ball off of one of the the Mohawk players. Fans are complaining there should have been a foul. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. But but they gave the ball to JCD. 17-8 remains our score as Jacksonville inbounds again. They go down to the right side and checking in for the first time is Luke Simon, a 5'11 junior. He gets it back up front to Brady Comer. 
Over to Simon once again, and Luke puts it up with one hand from the baseline for two. Dude, off the bench, he gets the ball cold off the bench, drives the baseline, little one-handed jumper, and he hit it. Luke's a 5'11 junior with a physical presence inside, and they go right by him, however. On the layup, Max Jones scores his first pair of the day for Waldron. It is 19-10. They needed that that bucket badly to keep that lead within 10. Mohawks looking to fight back. It is Kummer on the right wing now for Jacksonville. Goes over to the left side. Just outside the lane and going to the left is Coleman. Getting a rest is uh, the big man for Jacksonville. And it's thrown away right into the hands of Shaw. That may have been, it back up. Jim, sorry, Jim. That may have been the best defensive 1-3 uh, zone possession the Mohawks had to here tonight. Forced them to do exactly what they wanted to do. Forced them to take a bad, long outside shot. It was missed. They got the ball back, and I think we have a foul. Foul, foul away from the ball. It's going to be number 15, Caleb White of Jacksonville. His second, and the second team foul as the Eagles continue to lead 19-10. to 10. I love Lucas Shaw. He's got two different colored shoes on. One on his right <laughs> foot's red. The other one is blue. Well, you got to have the entire uniform. Right. All right. Here you go. <laughs> here come the Eagles. And that is Kummer bringing it up. He loses the ball. Almost has it repossessed by Landon Ash, but no. It's knocked out of bounds by the Mohawks then, and Clark Dwinger is ready to inbound. Okay, so the Mohawks are going to stay in a 1-2-2 zone, and they've got Will Larison out on the point. He's their most athletic player. So, so far, just, absolutely. Yep. yep. There is Simon in the left corner once again. He gets the ball back from up front. Eagles looking for an opening here. Don't have it. It's back in the hands of Ash. And now down to the corner on the baseline is Luke, and he would have scored. He got fouled right there. Nice layup opportunity. And making that foul, I believe, is Keith Settles. It is. Keith's first. Ooh. For, First, Walt, for Waldron, you want to keep him out of foul trouble right there. He's he's their best player. Absolutely. So. First free throw for uh, Luke Simon, the junior, is good. He's got three points. Make it four. Where's he been? I don't know. <laughs> but they need to have him on the floor. Comes off the bench Wowzers. and gets four points, like, in a matter of seconds. Absolutely. Glad to have him in there are the Eagles fans. Lucas Shaw passes it off to the right to Larrison once again. Larrison stuck by the circle. Tries to run it in on Comer. Goes off the back of the iron. Not there. Fights for the rebound himself. Larison was pretty much doing everything for a Waldron right there, Chris. He is, and he got away with an over-the-back call. I think about 10 years ago, Jim, that would have been a foul. Absolutely. But as uh, basketball has, has kind of evolved here, they're letting these guys play a little bit. And it just delays the game with all these constant fouls and traveling calls. But it's, it's much, much quicker now. Bring it up as Dwinger goes down to the left side to Simon. That's <laughs> waiting for him to shoot that three Luke ball. Luke in the corner again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It comes up front now to Ash. Landon gets a good pass away. Gets the ball back. Double covered. Gets it back once again. And no penetration. So it's a turnover. A three-second, uh, we should say. Boy, you don't see that call every day. Dwinger was surprised because he was the man <laughs> in the lane. Act surprised, I should say. Three and a half minutes remaining in the half. It's 21 to 10. Jackson Dell. Does that rule even exist in the NBA anymore? I don't believe it does. Those guys camp out in there. They do. For quite a while. Yeah. Bringing it up is Lucas Shaw now for the Mohawks. Covered out there by Simon. 
Luke doing a nice job on defense as well. And he almost gets a steal. And taking it in for a moment is Jacob Lindsay, who's in. And there is a three-pointer for Keith Settles. That's his big offensive contribution so far. 21-13. He can do it inside. He can do it outside. He's a really good player for the Mohawks. He didn't have much happening the last time we saw the Mohawks play against uh, Oldenburg a few weeks ago. But, boy, Keith is really figuring into this one in a big way. 21-13, to 13, our score, 2.51 to go in the half, Chris. Yeah, they, and, and if if one of these teams can advance to the, to the, uh, to the regional, then Oldenburg Academy is on the list Aha. of, of uh, teams that they're going to play and run into again. There you go. And checking out for a rest is Settles. So a considerably smaller Mohawk lineup in there. Now, that kind of puzzles me why you take your best player out and you're, you're down by eight points. Here come the Eagles, whipping it around, getting it into the corner. Now back up front to Landon Ash. Ash gets it back, gets it from Landon Coleman. And now it's over to the right wing. Up front, they can't go underneath with Carson Hughes. Back in the hands of Ash. Very, very patient on offense here. They are going to take their sweet old time. Maybe force the Mohawks to get out of the zone. Dwinger in the lane, and they hit his arm, but no foul. Dwinger gets his own rebound. Short a second time, and fighting for it, that is Comer. He is up for two and blocked there. He's going to be shooting a pair. Woo, they are letting them play here, Jim. They sure are. <laughs> Wowzers. And that is the foul going to Sam Jones, his second. There was 21-13. A lot Man. of contact against Winger inside there, but he was he was not able to finish it off. But Comer missed the first free throw. Uh, was able to clean it up and get to the free throw line. He was it was a kind of a delayed call, too, because he oh, yeah. was hit pretty hard. Brady was 3-4 of four in the first quarter, and now he's 1-2 of two in the second. Hits that last one. It's 22-13. to 13. Minute 55 to go in the half. And here come the Mohawks. That is Larison. That's just an unforced error. He just lost it right off his knee. Yep. And it seems like that was what's plaguing the Hawks, and they're going to call a 30-second timeout to talk about it. I do want to remind you that we are brought to you on WRBI by great sectional sponsors, including Ivy Tech Community College, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Gehring, Stones Farm Service, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, also Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Kelby Owens Phase Financial, Batesville Tool and Die, Napoleon State Bank, and the Hamilton Tebby Law Office. Hey, Jim, you know, the great thing about this postseason is that every team starts over. So JCD, even though they're coming into this game with a six-game losing streak, yes, sir. they're not playing like it tonight. And uh, for 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 uh, Waldron, they are on a two-game losing streak. The last win that they had was against a team called Seven Oaks Classical. Seven that, Oaks. Yep. Got to be a private school. Yeah, and uh, they're near Bloomington in Monroe County with an enrollment of 483. Wow. But that one wasn't even a close game. They killed them 83 to 22. 83 to 22. Yes, and by the way, Seven Oaks is 1 in 20 on this season. You don't get beaten by 60 points. No, 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 no. no. Lord. But credit the Eagles here. They're coming out playing not like a team that is on a six-game losing streak. They appear to have high adrenaline going on here today, and Landon Ash up front. Did not play much in the earlier games we've seen, but he is really directing traffic. Clark Dwinger underneath and gets the shot to Comer. His bunny is not good, but he was partially blocked, and they're going to say he was fouled now. Two more free throws coming for Brady. This one going to be charged to, I believe, 23, and that is Sam Jones. Oh, it's going to be Sam's third just in this half. 
Well, if we give an MVP for the first half, I think we got to give it to Brady Cummer. No kidding. He's uh, He's been all over the floor here tonight. Been to the free throw line, hit some threes, hit some mid-range jumpers, and has just played incredible. Given, uh, he's given it his all, no doubt about it. A battler underneath. I believe he made that first free throw. He did. Second one coming, also good. He's only missed two of his eight here tonight. It's 24-13, to 13, Jackson Dell. 11-point lead, I believe, Jim, is the biggest of the game so far. It is, 24-13, and off the glass, but without direction, Lucas Shaw. The ball comes down in the hands of Dwinger, so once again. One and done. Man, that, that, that's been the thing for uh, the Mohawks. They haven't been able to sustain much on the way of offense. It has. Remember that three-possession that they had? There was they, that one, yep. And then, yep. ever since then, hasn't really happened. There's a rocket inside to Dwinger. He's up over two men in for two. That's exactly what they need from Clark Dwinger. He's now got six, nine points in the game. It's 26 to 13. 48 seconds remaining in a fast-moving half. We should have plenty of time to get down to uh, Batesville South Dearborn at Greensburg a little later on. Here is backing in. A nice shot blocked by Dwinger. That was off the hand of Max Jones. And so the stuff puts it right back in the hands of Landon Ash. That was textbook defense right there. Boy, no kidding. And Ash is a junior guard getting significant playing time tonight. They're going to hold that ball again, Chris, to uh, wait things out in the final 15 seconds of the half. Up by 13. 26 to 13. There is Dwinger inside. Rockets one over to the right wing. Up for three and nailing it. That is Carson Hughes. So at the break, as the Mohawks bring it down one more time and fling one up hopelessly, at the horn it is the Jacksonville Eagles 29, the Mohawks of Waldron 13. Chris Waldridge and I will be back to recap the half in just a moment on 103.9 WRBI, also WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Attention to Kenner County residents. Saturday, March 16th, Decatur County Electronics Recycling and Paper Shredding takes place at the Decatur County Fairgrounds. Again, this is for Decatur County residents only. Bring computers, monitors, stereos, TVs, hard drives, VCRs, printers, scanners, cell phones, fax machines, DVD players, copiers, video game systems, and more to the Decatur County Fairgrounds. Saturday morning, March 16th, for Decatur County residents only. Paper shredding and electronics recycling. Brought to you by Decatur County Recycling District. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Need to refresh your walls with a durable paint that can keep up with daily wear and tear? Pulse Camps Flooring Plus is having a paint sale you're going to want to check out. PPG Porter Paints High Hide is a best-selling premium paint that is perfect for high-traffic areas. Fingerprints, smudges, stains are no match for High Hide's easy-to-clean finish. And right now, buy one gallon of Porter Paints High Hide and get the second gallon free. Pulse Camps Flooring Plus is located on Dirks Road in Batesville, online at PulseCamps.com, and you can find us on Facebook. From floor to ceiling... Got you covered. 
best metal finishing in Osgood and Ohio Rod Products for Sales are industry leaders in design and manufacturing of specialty fasteners and plating requirements. Their products are used around the world, and since 1966, they've proudly called Ripley County home. Their team of highly skilled personnel sets them apart from the competition, and they wish Jacksonville, South Ripley, and other area teams the best of luck as they represent the place they call home in postseason play. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. Back at, oh, man, Edinburgh, Edinburgh High, <laughs> uh, part of uh, Indiana. Hadn't been to before today here in the Mid-Hoosier Conference. Uh, beautiful gym, but small. And the uh, Edinburgh uh, dance team is doing a great presentation of... A tune that old people like uh, Chris and I know so well from 1984, Sunglasses at Night. Yeah, they are. They're doing a really good they, job. They've got elbow-length purple gloves, right. and they're just uh, terrific gymnasts as well and dancers. We've got 29-13 to 13 our score at the break. It is the Jacksonville Eagles leading the Mohawks from Waldron. Uh, 29-13 and uh, 15 points in the first quarter, 14 in the second for JCD. Only six in the first, seven in the second for Waldron. They're going to have to really crank things up. And I again think, Chris, get Keith Settles more involved in the game. But well, he uh, had only one foul, but they took him out. That's and Which is really puzzling to me because yeah. either that or, or maybe he may be hurt. I don't know. But you, when you have your best player sitting on the bench, that's going to make it difficult to come back because they're going to have to make a comeback in this game, and they're going to have to do it with their best player. So you need to go back to what's making it, what uh, what gave you the uh, nine wins on the season, I believe, is what they had. That's right. yet. And uh, you need to go back to what works, and he is by far their best player. So Keith is the big man, no doubt about it. Because and, uh, he can shoot it from the outside, Jim. He's not just an inside presence. He can right. hit that three-pointer, and if you make design plays to get him that shot, they, they, then you can quickly keep back in this game. His two-point field goal percentage is 48. And uh, on the three-pointers, yes, indeed. Uh, they've got Lucas Shaw hitting 34%. They haven't shot one yet, I don't believe. Uh, and uh, Jack Fisher, Will Larison can also put those down. If you foul Parker Douglas once he comes in the game, which he hasn't been yet, uh, he would put 83% of his free throws in. So there are good numbers on the side of Waldron, but it just hasn't played out it well just for him at no. all. And uh, his counterpart... And the number five spot, Clark Dwingers, having a tremendous Ooh. first half for JCD. And in fact, that last possession uh, was tremendous. He had it in the corner through a wraparound yes. cross-court pass over to uh, Landon Hughes, who drilled the three-pointer with just a few seconds left. Textbook play design, was, and they... They pulled it off. They executed it really well. Absolutely. Let's take a look at the totals uh, for that first half. With uh, 13 points overall are the Waldron Mohawks, and they are led by Keith Settles, oddly enough, with five points. A tray in the second quarter and two free throws in the first. Again, the big man, as, as we say, maybe not necessarily getting used as well as a lot of their fans would like. Right. With a bucket and missing a pair of free throws in the first quarter, it was Lucas Shaw with two. Also a two on a bucket in the second is Max Jones. And with a bucket in each quarter, it's Will Larison with four points. That is it for the Mohawks. For the and, uh, for the Jacksonville Eagles, it is Carson Hughes with a tray late in that second quarter to make three points for a total. Caleb White has a bucket from the early moments that uh, is his only two-point score of the game. 
Brady Comer, as uh, we talked about, is all over it. He's got 11. He's got a tray, a bucket, and one, two, three, four, five, six of eight free throws. 11 points for Comer, and also nine for the big man, Clark Dwinger, inside with a two, a tray, and a pair of twos. Uh, that's the way that shaped up for nine points total. Luke Simon with a bucket and a pair of free throws has four for Jackson Dell. So the Eagles seem to be in the commanding position at the moment, Chris, and uh, that should prove to be an interesting second half. See if they can sustain the momentum. Dwinger looking very good as he comes out on the floor right now. I do want to remind everybody of our next game coming up with our friends Terrence Sarney and Rob Moorhead and the great John Heil in the studio controlling all this tonight. It is going to be Batesville at 15 and 5 taking on, uh, excuse me, 17 and 5 taking on uh, 13 and 9 South Dearborn. And that's going to be tipping off theoretically at 7.30, but we could go to them sooner. We could talk longer after this one if that second half moves as quickly as the first did. Hey, we can, we can, uh, you know, we can eat up time with the best of them, Jim. Absolutely. We're known for yakking, folks. Absolutely. Sorry. We're, Take- we're professionals at that. <laughs> hey, the winner of this game will play the winner of the next game here in Edinburgh. That's right. And that will be South Decatur against Edinburgh. And that game will be Friday at 7.30. And I got to tell you, I saw those Cougars for the first time at Oldenburg Academy last week. And Jacob Scruggs is the real deal, making collegiate-type, NBA-type moves, not necessarily always with the supporting cast completely around him to uh, give it a well-rounded game. Isn't that great, Jim, when you and I get to see some of these up-and-coming stars that are, you know there are some guys that, and gals, too, that just kind of are above the other players. And they, you know they're going to make that next step into the collegiate level when they graduate high school. That's so exciting and so lucky that we get to see these players. Jacob is exactly that kid, and it was interesting that Oldenburg counteracted him with a uh, uh, similar performance of their own as Connor Miles put on a show as a, a kid that didn't exhibit tons of um, – over-athletic, I guess, uh, skill, but he had plenty that night, and it was down to the wire uh, before uh, Oldenburg finally won that one. And uh, so that's going to be very interesting indeed to see what happens when South Decatur uh, takes on Edinburgh. Yeah, absolutely. And then the winner of those will eventually, Odenburg Academy, will they would meet them in the uh, in the regional semis then on uh, on Saturday. So it's going to be pretty, pretty exciting. I do like uh, the to, nickname here in Edinburgh, yeah. the Lancers. You don't see many Lancers you, you out really there. You really don't. And, and you know what? Kudos to Edinburgh High School here, man, because they are really... They got a really nice facility here. They, Absolutely. Uh, they, the press box is really good. They've treated us great. They, all the information's right there for us on every and everything. The hospitality room was great. So, hats off to the great folks here at Edinburgh and Johnson County. Yes, indeed, boys and girls. We do often judge things on the hospitality room, which was outstanding. Well, absolutely, and that's why we <laughs> there's certain games that we're going to do depending on that. So, yes, we are. <laughs> This school has better, so we're going to do that one. So we're going to pause and get the second half underway in just a moment. Again, getting ready to start the third quarter, it is Jackson Dell 29 and Waldron 13. The third quarter coming up next on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. 
Gehrings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. Got some property to take care of? Let Kubota help you out. Known worldwide as a leading seller of compact tractors and diesel utility vehicles, Kubota has the equipment to help get your work done. With a variety of tractors and a range of horsepower options, Kubota delivers the efficiency, power, and comfort to handle light construction, landscape work, and chores on the farm. Take on your toughest jobs with a Kubota. See your local dealer today. Visit Stones Farm Service, 921 East Main in Greensburg today. Online at stonesfarmservice.com. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. The ball is thrown inbounds by the Waldron Mohawks, and we are underway shooting from the foul line and missing it off the front of the rim as Lucas Shaw rebounded by Mark Dwinger, who, who else, for the Jacksonville Eagles. But an outside jump shot. We haven't seen one of those in the Warhawks or Mohawks for quite a while. Absolutely. They're making the attempt anyway. And here come the Eagles on the left end of the court this time. Dwinger outside the circle. Gets a pass away over to his right wing. Thinking about putting up for a moment is Caleb White. And now there is the nice layup. One-handed off the hand of Landon Ash. Ash doing a great job, but it's off the back of the rim. Coming back the other way is big man Keith Settles for Waldron. And he gets the first score of the second half. It's now 29-15. to 7.05 to go in the quarter, and a spinning layup for Comer. Spins off the rim, down into the hands of the uh, Mohawks. And that was Jack Fisher bringing it back down. He's setting up the offense now. He's on the right wing. Goes down to the corner to settles. Keith coming out of that post position, Chris, and uh, looking to be more active against Winger so far in this third quarter. Backing in one-on-two for a shot off the glass, and making it is Will Larison. What a bucket that was as he was fouled. Well, if he makes his free throw, it'll be five straight to open up the third quarter here for the Mohawks. And you were asking me, how do they get back in this game? That's I was how. saying that's, that's one way right there. <laughs> but they're going to have to shoot from the They're going to have to make some threes to, to really legitimately get back into this game. And, and for JCD, they just can't get too complacent. They've got that, to. Oh, Settles the, just committed another foul off the missed free throw. Yep, the foul that gave the bucket was uh, committed by... I believe uh, just had him uh, land in Ashcraft for Jacksonville. JCD gets the ball back after the missed free throw, and Dwinger brings it up. Goes over to Comer now on the right wing. Need a basket here to break this 4-0 streak. There is Landon Coleman over to the right side now to Ash. Back up to Coleman. Ash takes it in the lane. Goes over to the left side into the hands of Dwinger. He elects to get it back up front to Comer. Brady doesn't have anywhere to go with that. So again, he gives it to Coleman. Landon should be able to score, but no, he's open. Gets it back to Comer on the right side of the wing. Double teamed, blocked out of his hands, right into those of the Mohawks. And they bring it down with Jack Fisher on the left wing. Doesn't have anyone to throw to. Now settles, comes out of the lane, back to Fisher. Top of the key, over to the left side to Shaw. Now on the wing, it's Max Jones. Jones dribbles in. Has nothing against the Eagle defense. Very good defense. Man-to-man put on by JCD. Very tight. Into the corner once again. It's Jones on the right side. Nothing there. He throws it just past the outstretched hand to Will Larison, who recovers that ball. Maybe that's the reason we're not seeing a whole lot of jump shots, Jim. This defense has been pretty pretty aggressive and pretty, uh, pretty good. Stingy indeed for the Eagles. And... 
shooting one over the defensive uh, pressure and getting fouled while doing it is Lucas Shaw. That is going to be on Landon Ash of the Eagles. Should be his first. It is 29-17. Remains our score as this third quarter has gone four to nothing. And make your free throws. That's another way to get back into this game as well. Indeed. Yeah. Lucas Shaw does not on the first. He is now 0 for 3. See what he can do on this fourth. As the wingers in rebounding position. And the second one goes in and out. No good. The other man in rebounding position was Caleb White. He pulls it down. Winger brings it up. Back to White. And now over to the right wing for Jackson Dell. Dribbling it back up front for the moment is Coleman. Comes back to the mid-circle, and there is Comer, and fouled just barely away from the ball. I think they're going to get Caleb White for a push or a hold yep. or something. It looks that way. And so, nope, nope, it goes to Max Jones does, yep. of Waldron. So it's still Jackson Dell's ball. Ash on the right wing. Covered, he goes up front to Coleman. Left side to Dwinger. Eagles don't need to do anything. They're up 12 points with 440 remaining in the third. Yeah, you can take your time on offense. And inside they go. That's a nice assist off the glass. Putting it down for the score is Coleman. That's the first bucket of the third quarter of the second half here for the Eagles. Big one right there. And there is the two. If I can get the right pens working, I'll be in good shape. 31-17 to 17 now. 418 to go in the third. Waldron having a hard time penetrating with the ball and a hard time defending. Well, let's give credit to Landon Land Ash. has been a f- done a phenomenal job against Fisher. Absolutely. And Dwinger stuffs, settles on a jump shot that falls way short. So the Eagles rebound to bring it right back down. There's a feed to Comer, and he's in for two. That was a tough layup because he had some stingy defense right there, and he was able to somehow get it past the defender and get it off the glass and in. 13 points on the day for Brady Comer, and another stuff attempted at the other end. That's going to be a foul, though, for Landon Coleman, his second. And coming to the line to shoot it for Waldron is Lucas Shaw. I'll tell you, Clint Bowman, the head coach of uh, Jackson Dell, is going to remember this. If they continue to shoot badly at the free throw line, he'll remember that in the fourth quarter. Oh, yes. Boys, don't be afraid to foul this group because they can't make free throws. First one for Shaw is good. That's as soon as I say that, he makes a free throw. But it's his first of five. Right. So he's a big 20 percenter today (laughs) so far. Second one coming. 15-point deficit for the... Oh, uh, Mohawks and the girls <laughs> off the rim. Not good. Clanked. I can hear that from here, and I got headphones on. That was a big clanker for sure. 3.35 to go in the third quarter. 33-18, to 18, the 15-point margin for Jackson Dell. Winner goes on. Loser season's over. That's the way it goes here in the sectionals. Yep. Here are Clark Dwinger up front into the hands of Landon Ash once again, and Dwinger launches a long three. It's not there. Front of the rim. Pulled down by Max Jones. You know, I don't mind that shot, though, Jim. I don't mind. He was open. Shoot it. Absolutely. It's a fine shot. Settles took a long one earlier as well. These big men can play anywhere. In fact, Settles is at the foul line. Comes right and goes over, Dwinger. That's in for two. That's what they need from Keith Settles. That's what they need right there. Just get it to your best player and let him score. 33-20, to 2.55 to go in the third. Bring it up once again are the Eagles. Coming left to Caleb White. 
Back into the lane, one-hander and in for Landon Coleman. Four points in this quarter already. Gets 35-20. to 20. Coming across midcourt slowly is Jack Fisher for Waldron. Trying to get by the defense of Ash. He goes over to his right side. On the wing for a moment is Shaw, who gets back up front. Almost fumbling it away. Jones recovers. He comes underneath. Has it blocked away. And off the back of the iron for Nada was Shaw, but rebounded by Settles. Wow. It was a major over the back. They uh, just let go there. And Shaw drives in for the pair. That was a nice play by Lucas. And uh, good momentum possibly for the Mohawks of Waldron. It's 35-22 with 2.06 to go in the third. We'll pause for 30 seconds on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Your independence is priceless. Decatur County Memorial Hospital's Rehabilitation Services team helps you each step of the way in your healing journey, getting you back to the activities you love. Our team's brand new location and building in the -the state-of-the-art Rehabilitation Medical Office's building supports our community's needs and is a life-changing expansion right on the DCMH campus. Experience the ease of access to our therapeutic service offerings close by. Decatur County Memorial Hospital, the quality care you want close by. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Chris Woldridge here at Edinburgh for the Jacksonville Eagles and the Waldron Mohawks. Coming up later, we're going to have Batesville and South Dearborn from Greensburg with Terrence Arney and Rob Moorhead. Our big doubleheader Saturday night on WRBI. Up front is Landon Coleman for JCD. 13-point lead still for the Eagles. They go into the corner to Ash. Back up front. Trying to go around the cycle is Carl uh, Clark Dwinger. Gets it back up front. Now Coleman once again. Dwinger comes out on the wing left. Playing like a guard on occasion. Ash has it now. And there is the big man of the day, Brady Comer. For JCD, Dwinger comes in to put up a postman shot, and he is tagged, fouled in there by Will Larrison. That should put Clark on the line at will. It should, yep. Landon Hughes into the game for the Eagles. They've got at least three Landons on the Eagles roster. It was okay when they just had one in the game, and he sinks the first free throw. (laughs) Excuse me, that's Clark Dwinger, actually. But, yeah, they do have a bunch of landers. They do. Somebody must have washed Bonanza. <laughs> oh, wait, that was that was his, Michael's second name. He rode a horse. And the well, shot his well, second free throw, not good. 36-22. Fan club score. must have been here. There you go. It is Max Jones on the right side. And there is a nice play coming in for the bucket is Lucas Shaw. Okay, now Lucas is starting to warm up here in the third quarter. He's made a couple of shots, and he can elevate. He's got some hops. Five points in the period. It's 36-24. The the Mohawks are getting closer, popping a big pass up in the air, but Jacksonville recovers, almost fumbling it away again. Comer picks it up as it's loosely not possessed. Over the rim he goes. Dwinger can't get the rebound. It comes down in the hands of Lucas Shaw. 36 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Showing some life for the Waldron Mohawks. Almost a steal once again for Jackson Dell. It was Comer, and Dwinger alertly throws it off one of the Mohawks, but I think they're going to say it went off Dwinger. Oh, we almost had a wrestling match right here in front of the Mohawk bench because there was, it was a scrum going after that basketball, and 
He almost got the old throw it off the guy's knee, but he was stepped on the uh, on the out of bounds line. So it he, goes back to Walter. Getting up real slowly from that one, Sam Jones is yeah. playing with three fouls. Twenty four seconds remaining in the third. Bring it up front on the left side. Shaw goes over to his right, and now into the corner it goes to Jack Fisher. See, there is an open three, but he didn't take it. Fisher, the guard who hasn't scored yet today, and here is once again Shaw with the bucket. On the runner, 36-26, he brings the Mohawks within 10. Comer has it stolen out of his hands by Shaw at the buzzer. Could portend an impressive fourth quarter for these Mohawks. Let's see. Oh, boy. At, <laughs> at the end of three, it is Jacksonville 36 and Waldron 26. You don't want to miss period four. It's next on 103.9 FM and the new WRBI app. You deserve personal service, which has sadly become all too rare. Luckily, there's Kelby Owens Phase Financial. Kelby will meet with you and put together an individual plan for your investment goals. Whether you're looking to maximize your retirement savings, create an income stream for retirement, or pass on generational wealth, Kelby Owens Phase Financial will give you the same personal care he gives every client. Kelby Owens Phase Financial on the Greensburg Square. Securities and investment advisory services offered through IPI Wealth Management and Investment Planners Incorporated. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the of light. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Williams and Chris Woldridge in Edinburgh as sectional play is underway with the Jacksonville Eagles facing the Waldron Mohawks. And there's a three-pointer that goes down for the Eagles' Brady Borgman, who was just in the game at the start of the fourth quarter. It's 39-26. to Up off the glass for two on a nice runner is Lucas Shaw, who now has 11 points in the game, Chris. Yeah, Shaw's starting to heat up here for the Mohawks, and that's what they needed. They need somebody to step up to get them back in this game. That was a huge three by oh, Borgman. Man, it really was. Here's Winger just outside the circle. Can't get a pass away. He finally does over to the left side. And on that wing is Caleb White. Because you can feel the momentum starting to swing Waldron's way. Absolutely. Eagles want to do everything they can to stop that. And that is possession of the ball. There is Borgman again for a tray. Off the back of the iron is pulled down by Settles and Shaw. Shaw ends up with it. Lucas coming across midcourt. He's going to be the man for Waldron. Loses his dribble. Gets it away quickly to uh, Jacob Lindsay, who just stopped in. And launching a long three on the right side is the big man, Keith Settles. It's off the rim, pulled down by Brady Cummer. That would have been huge if he makes that. You bet. 39-28 now, 6.45 remaining. Let's see what happens here. JCD underneath. They get it into Clark Dwinger again. Can he go over two big men? No. He drops it off and trying to go up with it, but fouled at the same time is Caleb White. Offensive foul. Oh, man. I think it was Max Jones who took that charge underneath. I'm not sure, but he did a good job. Absolutely. Caleb White with his third in the game. It's now six and a half minutes remaining, 39-28. The Jacksonville lead. 
And here is Lucas Shaw for another two. The big man, especially in the second half, is Lucas Shaw. Four points in this fourth quarter alone with 6.17 remaining. Lead is down to nine. 39-30. Landon Ash picks up a pass for Jackson Dell. Gets it away to Borgman. And inside the lane, up for two. Coach Bowman calls a uh, timeout just as that pass came in. Let's see if they're going full or 30. And they are going full. We will pause for 30 with the score Jacksonville 39, Waldron 30. More from our outstanding sponsors on WRBI 103.9 and the new WRBI app. We all make preparations for our family's well-being in case of an accident or job loss. But it's just as important to plan ahead for the inevitable. To record and communicate our end-of-life wishes to help ease the stress and emotional burden on our families. Helping our neighbors plan ahead with no cost or obligation is what Gill and Howe Funeral Home does best. Planning your own funeral arrangements in advance is one of the greatest gifts you can give your loved ones. It can help eliminate guesswork for your family. And with our complimentary assistance, it's actually very simple to do. Give us a call at Gill and Howe Funeral Home. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Chris Woldridge here at Edinburgh High and a playoff basketball on WRBI is brought to you by Scripture Auto, Decatur County REMC, Blackhawk Precision Ag, Porter Oliger Pearson Funeral Home, and Hurton Elko. So here come the Mohawks of Waldron as the Eagles of Jacksonville inbound the ball on the baseline to our left. Getting it all the way into Caleb White. And in for the layup is White. First time he has scored since the first quarter. Boy, he shot that right over Keith Settles. That was a gutsy call, and he was able to get it in. Nicely done. 41-30 to 30 and up for a jumper from the right side on the other end. Will Larrison for Waldron. It's okay. 41-32. Okay, where's this team been? <laughs> They have this really... is a completely different looking team here since the latter parts of the third quarter and the fourth quarter here. Absolutely. Bouncing it underneath to try and get a bunny shot, and they do. That is going to be Landon Coleman putting it down for JCD. It's 43-32 now. 11-point lead, but there is a three for Waldron, and kissing that one is Will Larrison. Is that only the second tray in this game, I think, made? Uh, four... For Waldron, yes. And fighting for the ball at midcourt. It's a jump with Comer, and the possession arrow goes to Waldron. Wow. Impressive effort by these Mohawks in the second half. You're right, Chris. It does appear to be a totally different team. Yeah, where has this team been all game? Somebody stole the uniform. (laughs) 43-35, only an eight-point deficit now, and Lucas Shaw comes left of the lane. Travels. No, they're going to say there's a foul away from the ball. That or they're going to get Landon Coleman uh, hitting him across the arm. And And the question is, was he shooting or passing? Coleman with his third. Five minutes exactly remaining in regulation. They're going to say he's shooting, so they're going to send him to the free. Nope, he's not shooting. Nope, going to inbound it on the baseline. Here comes the pass. It is up for a jumper, two-point left side. Not there. Battling settles for the rebound are the Eagles. And another bunny shot goes up and a foul underneath. Well, there was a, a couple of fouls that could have been called. But they finally called one, and Settles going to step to the free throw line here to shoot two as play is getting very, very chippy underneath. And that's going to be a fourth on Caleb White. Really valuable for the Eagles. Coach Bowman probably can't afford to lose him. Let's see. Keith Settles to the stripe. 
battling in there. First one's good. Makes it 43-36. The Mohawks of Waldron gently creeping up, quietly. 450 remaining in regulation. And for, second one's off the front of the rim, but is rebounded and attempting to put it back up is Will Larison, but he's fouled. And he'll be shooting two. That does it for Caleb White. He is finished for the Eagles. He almost had a fight breakout. Yep. Between uh, Lucas Shaw and White. And checking in now for Jacksonville. Got to dig into the roster. Oh, no, no, it's not two, it's 12. And so that is Carson Hughes back in the game. First free throw for Will Larrison is good. And you can tell we have Eagle fans, uh, uh, Mohawk fans, rather, around us. Griffs are doing a good job. They'll uh, make sure these guys aren't. This isn't their first rodeo. Not at all. 43-37 off the back of the rim. No good. Put back up by Max Jones. Not good. And on the rebound. Wow. On the rebound is Dwenger getting it for Jackson Dell. He's fouled by Will Larrison. Boy, they missed a couple of easy layups, Jim, underneath. Absolutely. That that could have easily gone down, but they just couldn't finish them off. Full-court pressure being applied by the Mohawks, and a foul on the floor at midcourt. This is going to go against Max Jones. Max with only his second, his third, rather. Excuse me. 43-37 remains our score. Four and a half minutes remaining in regulation. Almost throwing it away. Are the Eagles and no? Wait a minute! Oh wow, that clearly went that off. Clearly went off of a uh, Mohawk player. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Bowman's protesting. One official overruling the others, but incorrectly. Well, we oh no, no! Now he's got it right. Now he's got it right. No, he's got it wrong. Nope. They're... Wow! Giving the ball to the Mohawks. They're, Their fans, they're... as you can tell, are excited. Yep. <laughs> Who we? Four twenty-five and a tray up and good for Lucas Shaw. Shaw, the man of the evening for Waldron. Timeout on the floor. 419 remaining. It's 43-40 Jackson Dell. Back with more in 30 seconds on WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. When you're considering investments, you look for the most reputable financial advisor with the most proven track record. When it comes to the law, it's experience and dedication you're looking for. And when it comes to your trust and estate legal matters, you won't find a more dedicated and experienced attorney than Chris Tebby. At Hamilton and Tebby Law Office. With over 20 years of experience serving clients of all sizes, Southeastern Indiana trusts Chris Tebby at Hamilton and Tebby Law Office to lead the way. We will lead the way. Chris Tebby at Hamilton and Tebby Law Office. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Sorry for the yelling, everybody. <laughs> High School Basketball on WRBI is brought to you by Dana Whitcomber State Farm Insurance. Ison's Family Pizza, home of Corch's Corner on Monday at 6. Also, best metal finishing in Ohio rod products, H&R Block, Fleetwood Chevrolet, and Bruns Gutswiller. 43-40, a big comeback being mounted by the Mohawks of Waldron against the Eagles of Jacksonville. This is going to be Eagles ball. I got I to gotta credit uh, head coach Clint Bowman. For the Eagles, he has kept his cool, yes. and he could have easily blown his top on some very questionable calls that have gone gone against his team. Absolutely. He is a calm, quiet presence, no doubt about it. 
Handling it now up front, Landon Ash, who's done great at the point guard all day. Here is Clark Dwinger going right of the lane, one on two. He gets it back to Comer. Now here on the left side is Carson Hughes, and there's a three for Dwinger. Boom. That was a huge, huge shot for the senior. The big man with his second tray of the game. It's 46-40. 3.45 remaining. Here are the Mohawks. Just outside the arc, thinking about three is Will Larison. He's chewing on that mouthpiece, trying to get a pass away. That's the five-second call. penetration, yep. Stuck in that free-throw circle. That's just tremendous defense by the Eagles right there. They come out of that timeout, make a huge three. They are attacking this now man-to-man defense of the Mohawks, and they did a great job. Coach Shaw of the uh, Mohawks obviously not thrilled with that one. Here is Ash with a wide-open path into the lane. He gets cut off and passes it away over to the right wing. Back up front, it goes to Dwinger. Now on the left side to Hughes. Carson gets it right back to Comer. There is Ash once again. 3.15 remaining on the clock. JCD with a six-point lead. Somebody's season ends tonight. Let's see. And they're going to take their sweet old time on, on offense here. Just keep trying to possess it. They don't need to score anymore. They don't need to. Nope. They just got to force the Mohawks to foul. Clock rolls past three minutes. Looking for that foul. It's going to have to come soon for the Mohawks to have enough possessions to make it happen. That's the strategy. What do you do? Do you you start following or do you just keep going for the steals? Depends on who you got. You don't want Max Jones to foul. And you don't want Sam Jones to foul. They've each got three. Here is Ash into the lane. No, he passes it away. There's Dwinger spinning in. Again, settles off the glass. Not good. And pulled down by by several players on the floor. Is it a jump ball? It is. Possession arrow. That should go back to JCD then. Yep. Possession arrow to Jacksonville. Two and a half minutes remaining on the clock. 46 to 40. Remember, we've got Batesville and South Dearborn standing by to tip off in just a bit on WRBI. It'll be hard to top this one because this fourth quarter Man, has been eight dandy. It has. Yikes. Jim Williams and Chris Waldridge. Chris, so much. Uh, we thank you for uh, coming from all the way across the state as you <laughs> often have to. Right. Man, the miles uh, we really appreciate. Thank you. Inbounding it are the Eagles on their baseline. Coming, getting it in, and right back to Landon Ash. Ash passing it over to Dwinger. He pulls settles out from inside. Jim, that looks like left. the strategy. They're just going to play for an easy layup or make him foul. Yep. Shaw almost was able to make a steal there, but Comer recovered. Gets it back to Ash. To the foul line he goes. Over to Hughes on the left side for three. It's good. Or just shoot a three-pointer if you're wide open. Or just do that. The senior hits it for the tray and timeout on the floor. 2.05 remaining. It's 49-40. to Jackson Dell leading Waldron. We'll see what's next in the final two minutes on WRBI and the new WRBI app. Batesville Tool and Die is a proud sponsor of high school sports, and now they are focusing on change and moving the company forward to accommodate the new workforce culture with improvements such as direct hiring, wellness initiatives, and tuition reimbursement. BTD is always looking for motivated and hardworking people to join their team. The growth opportunities within Batesville Tool and Die are endless. Focusing on winning at sports, making honor roll, and post high school planning will be key to success. Good luck to all the area teams. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Back at Edinburgh High, Jim Williams and Chris Woldridge. 
where we have a wild finish coming in the final two minutes, five seconds. Jackson Dell leads Waldron 49-40. to The Mohawks appear to be out of this game early. They have bounced all the way back in this second half, and now they finally possess the ball for the first time in a few minutes. Will Larrison bring it across midcourt. He goes over to the man of the second half, Lucas Shaw. Shaw dribbles to his right, and he is fouled as he goes by. Goes by Landon Ash, who only picks up his second of the game. But still a foul on JCD. Hmm, I don't know if that was a, a planned thing, but the last thing you want to do is send the team to the free throw line. Right. Who is itching to score points yeah. against you. And the man with a red shoe and a blue shoe, Lucas Shaw, crawls it over the front of the rim. Good. <laughs> See, I wasn't seeing things. No, no, that's good. That's good footwear policy. I like it. Second one, also good. Dude, this guy's on fire here in the fourth quarter. He, he cannot really miss. Is. He has two, four, nine points in the fourth quarter alone. Up court, the ball goes to Brady Cummer. He's off the front of the rim, and rebound by Settles. Throws it back to Shaw. Minute 41 left, seven-point difference. Let's see what happens for these Mohawks. They're hugged, but no foul called. Shaw puts it off the glass and the rim, not good. Jump ball on the floor, or is it a foul? I think that's a foul against Shaw, but he had to. At this s- s- yep. part of the game, you got to start fouling now. And he has plenty to give. That was only yep. his first. So Clark Dwinger will inbound with a minute 30 remaining on the clock for Jackson Dell. He gets it to Comer. Back to Dwinger. And Dwinger has it back again on a pass. Up front it goes. Broke the press now, very nicely there. Yep. Now to Landon Ash. Double team. Ash has it again into the corner to Hughes. Minute 15 left. Waldron has to get the ball back. They're not doing it. And double teaming Hummer? No. Good passes by Jackson Dell. And timeout on the floor. No, there's no, a, foul a foul on Shaw again. Yep. He finally grabbed him in. And again, Lucas knows he has four to give, so he's got two in the game. Gosh, looking back at that last possession by the Mohawks, it was not, an, uh, not a great shot by Shaw. And since then, the uh, the uh, the Eagles have done a great job of just melting this clock. Dwinger will be inbounding in just a few moments, but we do have timeout on the floor and a chance to remind you once again of our outstanding sponsors of postseason basketball and WRBI, including Pulse Camps Flooring Plus, Craig Ellie, uh, Craig Kelly and Paulus, also Osgood Utilities, Lothry Valley Ag, also Gilliland Home, Howe Funeral, Gilliland Howe Funeral Home. You get Gilliland right, and you mess up yeah, Howe. Sorry for you about to that, say. folks. Yeah, I, I went to school with a Gilliland. <laughs> Gilliland Howe Funeral Home and Decatur County Recycling. They do a wonderful job at all the businesses, and we're so glad to have all of them as sponsors. Chris Woldridge, this is getting to be an epic game, and uh, I think South Dearborn and Batesville are going to have something to live up to after this one. Absolutely. It must be something about the games you do, Jim Williams, because <laughs> when you win, when you do a game, it just is, oh, hey, the fourth quarter comes along, then bam, it just gets exciting as all heck. So uh, kudos to the, to the uh, Mohawks here. Really came out and did a great job here in the second half. But JCD, every time... Waldron has made a run. They have answered. Yep. And I got to tell you, this uh, this Landon Hughes How about has it? made two huge baskets in this game from beyond the arc. First in the first half at the buzzer, and then this big one here in the fourth. Yep. Young guy with a great future ahead. And here is Dwinger, and he is grabbed immediately by Matthew Campbell, the freshman, who again has plenty of fouls to give. This will put Dwinger on the free throw line with 59.8 seconds left on the clock. Two again, shots. Jackson Dell with a seven-point lead, 49-42. Let's see what Clark can do here. He's one of two on the line, make it one of three. 
has 10, 13 points so far in the game. Sometimes fourth quarter free throws can make all the difference. And the rebound to Keith Sells. As he misses, Sells gets it up court quickly to Will Larison. Over down the left side. Now in the hands of Max Jones. He's into the lane. Tries to hand one back and is taken right away. That by Landon Coleman of JCD and another foul. Well, I don't know who got in there, but somebody knocked the ball away amongst that uh, mass of bodies in the paint that knocked the ball away from Jones. Cleanly, no foul. Great defense by the Eagles here on that last possession. But then the foul called against Will Larison, his third. And 46 seconds remain on the clock. Shooting in now is Brady Cummer. That may have done it right there. For the Jacksonville Eagles, 50-42. to 42 as He the makes this one to be a three-possession game. With 46 seconds left. And it is high it. off the back. Not good. Rebounded by Dwinger and saved in by the Mohawks. They bring it up quickly in the person of Lucas Shaw. He goes left. It's fumbled away. Comer comes away with it and is fouled as he heads back up the court. As good as the Mohawks have played in this fourth quarter, these last two minutes have just not been good. Their, not their last three possessions have just been not good at all. Last two here have been fumbled away on just unforced errors, and now the Eagles can just stick a fork in them from the free-throw line here. Yes, exactly. Two free throws coming for Comer. It's off the back of the rim. No good. The third foul was called on Lucas Shaw there, by the way. He's played a wonderful game. No doubt about it. Fabulous. And checking back in is going to be Jack Fisher for Waldron. And the second free throw for Comer is good. Makes it 51 to 42. It's officially a nine-point game, so it's three possessions. But only 35 seconds left. It's going to be very difficult to come back. Real hard to make that up in that little clock. Absolutely. So Shaw will inbound from the baseline to our left. He gets it up to midcourt in the hands of Max Jones. Max gets it down to Keith. Settles three, high off the back of the rim, not there. Rebound pulled down by the Mohawks and Will Larrison. But it goes out of bounds off Will and back into the hands of the Eagles. It appears the Eagles season will continue. The six-game losing streak will be over. Wow. Wow. And a late foul there, that one on uh, Larrison. Now we're just going to prolong the uh, inevitable. But you're going to go down, you got to go down fighting. So, Oh, yeah. Coach Bowman is so calm and so quiet. Tell he you really what, that, has that, a lot that, of energy from his that, team, though. That uh, That is uh, great coaching right there. We're witnessing tonight a coach that could have easily lost his cool, but he didn't. And his team prevailed. Both free throws by Cummer are good. It's 53-42, 23 seconds remaining. Lucas Shaw brings it up, going full court for the layup. It is down, and another two for the uh, Mohawks with 13 seconds, 18 seconds remaining. And, Chris, uh, what a game it has been. want to remind everybody of our sponsors once again, Ivy Tech Community College, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Garing Stones Farm Service, and SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC. You've been around Indiana basketball a lot longer than I have, but, uh, wow, have we seen some games together this that, season. That's what makes this playoff so exciting. You, who cares about losing streaks? Who cares about this and that? This Everyone's starting from fresh, and that's, and that's what makes it so tremendous. And I tell you what, this Mohawk team, even though they're going to lose tonight, Waldron fans, you should be very excited. Absolutely. They, they've got a group of juniors on this team that are going to come back, and they're going to be hungry next year. 
And this team is going to be very, very good. So look out for this uh, Mohawk team next year. But yeah, you're you're right, Jim. Man, it's something it's something about Indiana playoff basketball Ooh. in these old historic gymnasiums, oh, yeah. and each one of them is different and unique. This one has bleachers literally around the entire floor. And it's there's little, no break in it. It's, and it's a little small. It's bigger yeah. than the one we saw at Whiteland. Yeah, the same thing. But uh, yeah, it is. Uh, tight and intimate and fun it's great and the people here are so friendly and nice it's, it's wonderful we love that we've seen that at every school too here is dwinger to inbound the final 18 seconds foul on the backcourt that is on will larison and that'll be his end of the game will has been battling hard using the football type mouth guard needs to put on some weight and in the offseason work on his yes. outside jump shot He's got some very good moves. He's got some good hops, but he's got some work ahead of him if he wants to take that next level up. Coach Shaw brings senior Jacob Lindsay in for the final 16.7 seconds. Free throw for Cummers off the back of the rim, not there. This is something that the Eagles need to work on. If they want to advance in this tournament, they've got to make their free throws. Yes. I would say practice tomorrow may involve that. And last one is not good. 15 seconds remaining. Shaw again with the rebound. Lucas comes up with a three. No. Pulled down once again by Kummer, who has had a huge, huge game. And settles, tags him on the far sideline. So Keith will have only his third of the game. And this will be his final game as a Mohawk, which is... One of the very few seniors in this lineup. Lindsay is one. uh, Settles is another. And Sam Jones, who we heard from earlier. That's it. Only three seniors. For Waldron. And now uh, some of the uh, reserves are going to try to get in the game. Get those final 6.1 seconds of playing time. And Keith Settles gets a nice yeah, hand yeah, yeah. from the Mohawk fans who are right around us. Good player. Absolutely. I hope he gets a chance to play uh, somewhere in the next level, wherever he decides to go to school if he does. That would be nice. And Brady Cummer's second free throw is good. It's 55-44. to 44. Five seconds remaining on the clock. Bringing it up are the Mohawks, and that is it. Our final at Edinburgh. The season ends for the Mohawks of Waldron, and it continues for the Eagles of Jackson Dell. Chris and I will be back to recap it and send you off to our second game. This will time out very, very well on 103.9 FM, also WRBIRadio.com and the new WRBI app. Them big boy auto dealers, they say it's all about the price. Well, I say, what about a dealer that treats you like an actual customer? That's why I like Scripture Auto on Lincoln and Greensburg. They're a smaller outfit, but they treat you real well. They're always getting new inventory, so if you don't see what you're looking for, they can get it, and likely at a better price than the big boys. Bigger isn't always better, now is it? The biggest thing about Scripture Auto is that they're small. That works out real good for a simple guy like me. Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit BlackhawkAg.com today. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. 
Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Kohler means reliability. That's why Kohler is a perfect partner for Hurt and Elko. Every Kohler generator is meticulously quality tested start to finish. Their engineering team runs hundreds of performance tests during the design process. Everything's examined down to the bolt. And before it leaves the factory, Kohler puts it through its paces one more time. The result is total reliability. This is Scott Lamping with Hurt and Elko. Stop by to find out more about Kohler generators. 108 West Pearl Street, Batesville. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Jim Williams back at Edinburgh High with uh, Chris returning to us, Woldridge, in just a few moments. But right now we have the coach of the victorious Jacksonville Eagles who beat the Mohawks of Waldron 55-44 tonight is Clint Bowman. And coach, uh, we talked before this one. Uh, did you guys accomplish everything you wanted to accomplish in this? Well, at this time of year, it's just survive in advance. You know, we, we hadn't uh, been in the win column in, like, my goodness, like 32 days. <laughs> Hard to believe it was such a huge losing streak for yeah. us because you guys looked terrific today. I mean, uh, you know, in my experience, we haven't gone on uh, gone that long without winning a game unless it's summertime, you know? Sure, sure. So uh, feels good to get a W. Uh, wasn't wasn't pretty at, at times. Uh, we played really really well the first half, um, and then you know I, we didn't let up in the third quarter. But uh, I thought we took some bad shots there to start the third quarter. You know we had some drives and uh, that maybe we they were forced and, and we didn't finish the layups or, or get the foul call. So uh, and then they hit some big shots and got back in the game. But uh, you know none of our games are ever really pretty this year, um, <laughs> okay. and I, I don't really care. I just want to be in the in the W in the yeah. W column. Absolutely, and Chris and I thought uh, you guys really battled and uh, and got uh some of the shots he wanted but uh what what was it that uh uh waldron finally got going to to start advancing on you in that third period you guys certainly again didn't line yeah. up but they seemed to crank it a notch yeah like i said i, I thought we took some bad shots and uh, we got outscored by six there in the third quarter um and then you know the uh shaw kid is good you know he, he uh you know we have our best defender in Landon coleman who i think is one of the best defenders around um, I put him on uh, pretty much the best play every game, and, and he was, you know, he got he had a couple threes. He was getting to the basket. Uh, we fouled him a few times, and uh, you know, he had some big shots to get it, uh, get him to within three. Uh, and then, you know, credit to our guys. You know, the, the way things have been going, we could have easily just folded right there and and lost that game. That, that, that's what we've done here in the last month. You know, we lost some close ones, so. Uh, we came down the next time, and uh, I think Brady Boardman hit the first three in the yes. corner to make it back to six, and then uh, Carson Hughes hit the hit the next one to make get it back to nine. Um, those are two huge shots. I'm really proud of those guys. They just came came in and did their job, and and uh, and then you know we were just able to make enough free throws at the end. Goodness we, gracious! We thought Brady's <laughs> shot was really a momentum changer for you. Brady Comer's shot really made it happen. Yeah, uh, he he handles the ball a lot for us, and and uh, and and does a lot, and. Um, but we, we really set the tone in the first first half on defense. 
And uh, we got whatever we want. We just have to be more patient when we get a lead and, and know that, hey, we're not a team that's going to get to 75 or 80. That's not our style. Uh, we just want to get to 50 and, uh, <laughs> and and run the clock out. So, um, yeah, we'll be surviving advance. Um, glad we're moving on. It feels good to finally get a W. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Now, what do you think about the competitors in this next game here at Edinburgh, South Decatur, and and Edinburgh? One of them you're going to play in next week. Yeah, uh, you know Edinburgh, we we don't play them in the regular season. Um, we we scrimmage them uh, every year, and then this year we happened to we did happen to play them in their tournament over here. So we have some experience in this gym, and and uh, we played really well against them that day. Uh, that's a that's a tough to judge though because you're playing three games in two days, sure. and, and that was the second game of the day. So um, you know they're gonna they post some problems. Problems. Um, and then South Decatur, we you know we play them every year, and we always have trouble with with Jacob Scruggs. He's he's a really good, quick player. Oh, boy, is he! And tough. Uh, you know we just got to make whoever we play the the you know the Ramey or, or Scruggs is their their point guard lead. We just have to make that kid, whoever we play, uh, work really really hard and, and take a. They're they're going to score. We just got to make them work really hard and take a lot of shots to get those points. That yeah, sounds like a plan, Coach. Thanks so much for joining us, and congratulations on the victory, fifty-five to forty-four. And uh, we'll look for you next week. It should be fun. Yeah, looking forward to it. We'll see everybody Friday night. All right, thanks so much, Coach. That's Coach Clint Bowman of the Jacksonville Eagles, and Chris Woldridge and I will be right back to wrap things up as the Eagles win it. 55-44 over Waldron on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. So I switched my insurance to State Farm, and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed, and get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name, and get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent? It's called service. Call State Farm agent Dana Whitkemper in Greensburg today. Everything is getting smarter. Good thing your Decatur County REMC has the knowledge and expertise to help you make smarter work harder. Today, there are more ways than ever to make your world more energy efficient. And Decatur County REMC can show you how. Take the next step to go electric. Then put the power of Decatur County REMC to work for you. Decatur County REMC, your source for power and information. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Jim Williams and Chris Woldridge back at Edinburgh High, where our ball game tonight in the playoffs between the uh, 
Edinburgh, uh, excuse me, between the Jacksonville Eagles and the Waldron Mohawks has been brought to you by outstanding sponsors, including Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Kelby Owens Phase Financial, Baseville Tool and Dye, Napoleon State Bank, and the Hamilton Tebby Law Office. And we've got plenty of time, Chris, because the uh, other game before we go to uh, Terrence Harney and Rob Moorhead is tied at 24 with two and a half minutes left in overtime. So uh, what we'll that overtime or the first quarter? Twenty uh, four? Yeah, twenty four <laughs> to twenty four in overtime. So wow, low scoring contest. Uh, that's yeah. We shall see what happens. But uh, Batesville and South Dearborn are coming up for you on WRBI, and uh, there were eighteen points scored. Uh, uh, as the top scorer for Jackson Dell tonight, Brady Comer really got it done, mostly on the free throw line, uh, with uh, seven points in the second half and uh, 11 in the first. Uh, also in double figures, Clark Dwinger had 13. Those are no surprise. Those are the uh, fire plugs that make uh, South uh, make Jackson Dell go. Yep, and they're going to play the winner, uh, Jim, of the next game that's here in Edinburgh, which will feature South Decatur and Edinburgh in that game will be on Friday night right here at Edinburgh High School. But you're right, Jackson Dell really, really survived a brutal comeback by Waldorf or by Walden in this game because they did a great job of hanging in there. And uh, every time they made a run, JCD responded and hung in there and did a great job of hanging on to this victory. Lucas Shaw really tried to light his team on fire and uh, make things happen. He just couldn't quite do it I think all Lucas, himself. Lucas Shaw maybe scored more points in this first second half than he did in that game that's going on right now. Probably right. <laughs> uh, he, he actually, shockingly, only had 20 for the entire game because he only had two in the first half. But, that, that's uh, what's crazy, Jim. Yeah. He really didn't play very well in that first half at all. Not at all. And then something happened, and then, uh, man, we had a great game in the second half. So let's recap the uh, the scoring uh, unofficially, of course, and let me make sure I've semi-calculated here. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, and 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah, 20. 20 for Lucas Shaw for Waldron, and uh, what an effort it was. Uh, he's only a junior, friends, so he's going to be back next year and in a huge way. Kid settles the big man inside for the Mohawks was generally neutralized. He only had 10 points on the night. Uh, one three-pointer in the second quarter really showed some promise, but uh, Keith just couldn't get free nope. to uh, shoot more from the floor. Max Jones uh, had only two points in that second quarter, and the fourth scorer of the only four scorers for uh, Waldron was uh, Will Larison, who had uh, four in the first half and uh, eight in the second to make 12 for the Eagles of Jackson Dell. It was again Brady Comer leading the way with um, a bucket and one, two, three, four, five, six free throws in the second half, going along with his 11 in the first. He had 18 to lead the Eagles. It was 13 by Clark Dwinger, as we mentioned. Then six for Carson Hughes, two for Caleb White. Six more for Landon Kuhlman. Also three by Brady Borgman, a key three-pointer that went down. And four on a bucket and pair of free throws in the second quarter for Luke Simon. And it was 55 for the Eagles. And um, again, 44 
for the Mohawks. So when it comes up to the next opponent, uh, South Decatur Edinburgh, that uh, that should be very, very interesting indeed. Should be a great game here. Edinburgh, the hometown, the host gymnasium here today. They're going to bring the whole town out here tonight. We'll probably be here uh, to watch this game. So it's going to be a pretty exciting game between these two schools coming up. And the winners, again, will meet on Friday. Got to see so. Jacob Scruggs moves at Oldenburg last week, and he is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. So that should be very exciting indeed. We've got coming up next on WRBI uh, another super contest, as we mentioned, the 15 and five Batesville Bulldogs taking on the 11 and nine South Dearborn um, uh, Cougars and that'll be at uh, no 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 Dearborn South Dearborn Knights it's the Cougars who are playing here uh, South Decatur <laughs> I, I, maybe it's the the sound that uh, that goes with the SD that's throwing me off uh, so anyway, the uh, a lot of nicknames uh, for you to remember. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was the eleven teams we cover. You think I'd have them straight by now? But we do have that uh, on the way with Terrence Arney and Rob Moorhead, and it's uh, going to be a great game, no doubt. Uh, Batesville again on a roll, eleven of their last thirteen games, and uh, Coach Aaron Garrett uh, really uh, fired up for that one, and uh, Coach Cosgrove equally fired up for South Dearborn, as we heard in our extended pregame that was put together so well today by uh, John Heil and Terrence. So uh, uh, this is going to be an interesting rest of the postseason, Chris, and uh, can we entice you back to this part of the state oh, for more of these games maybe next absolutely. week? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? This is just getting it's, it's Ooh, just wait. getting started, and if, uh, and if uh, all the games are anything, uh, we've got an <laughs> overtime game going on right now, Yeah, and uh, the, we had an exciting game here tonight. This is just getting starting, so yeah, I'm all in. All right, we'll see if we can give you a call and get ready for the next one. And again, more of our outstanding sponsors on WRBI include uh, Dana Whitkemper, State Farm Insurance, Ison's Family Pizza, home of Coach's Corner Monday night at 6. you be sure to join Terrence and a lot of the coaches and players. Also, Best Metal Finishing in Ohio Rod Products, H&R Block, Fleetwood Chevrolet, Bruns Gutswiller, also Pulse Camps Flooring Plus, Craig Kelly and Faultless, also Osgood Utilities, Lothree Valley Ag, Gilliland Howe Funeral Home, and Decatur County Recycling. We can't do it without all the outstanding sponsors. And, of course, our outstanding sales executives, including the uh, King of the Kingdom, uh, Brent Lee, as well as the great Annie Nunley. They are out there uh, beating the bushes every day and uh, getting great responses from you advertisers. So thank you, thank you, thank you for making our broadcast possible. You know what? And and as you're listening to this broadcast here tonight, make sure you uh, patronize these sponsors because, you know, that's if you want to thank us for doing that, do that. And let's, um, you know, help out our local businesses who help out our local kids. That's it's right. a win-win for everybody. So you bet. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank those folks for pitching yeah, in the money, absolutely. and we are really glad to have them. Please let them know that you are grateful as we are. Oh, and we should mention, uh, Chris, the uh, uh, ORVC all-conference team came out uh, this afternoon uh, just a couple hours before the game, and we do want to congratulate a couple guys who showed up really well tonight. Yeah. Brady Cummer and uh, Clark Dwinger from Jackson Dell made the team. Also, Cole Henry and Blaine Ward from South Ripley, and Micah Norman and Gabe Reilly from Milan, whom we just saw last night. And uh, what a uh, group of players we have all across this part of southeastern Indiana. I'm just so impressed with so many of the young student-athletes. That's what makes uh, in the basketball in this state so cool. I mean, it's just, uh, there's nowhere else like it. I can't describe it. it. You know, when somebody's from out of state or out of town, they... Uh, 
Well, you've seen it, Jim. I mean, you go to these uh, unbelievable gymnasiums that we've been to, and you're going to see some un- – the, the deeper we get into the tournament, you're going to see these ginormous places that you go into, when and the, it's pretty cool. Went to Shelbyville for the first time oh, last week. good Lord. Wow, yeah. what a dome that is. <laughs> yeah. My gosh. So, uh, again, our final score, 55-44, Jacksonville with the win over Waldron. And we have coming up for you in just a few moments on WRBI, the second half of our doubleheader tonight, it will be the Batesville Bulldogs and South Dearborn. And the winner will take on either, as I get back to my fabulous list, they will take on uh, either Franklin County or Connorsville. So uh, it is going to be uh, a big, big night and a couple of big, big weeks to continue. We are very glad to be with you on WRBI. Thanks so much to Chris Wooldridge for joining us. Thanks, as always, to the wizard in the studio, John Heil. And uh, we'll turn you over in just a few moments to Terrence Arney and Rob Moorhead for tonight's second game. Again, our final here at Edinburgh. It was 55-44 Jackson Dell over Waldron on 103.9 FM, WRBIRadio.com, and the new WRBI app. For Chris, I'm Jim. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Enjoy the second game tonight. Big Cecil Ison here from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville. Ison's Family Pizza can satisfy even the biggest appetites with our 8-inch mega chip cookie. Oh. Our 12-inch That's a Big Pretzel. My. And our 20-inch hand-tossed pizzas. That's big. That come with a Target printed on the bottom of the box. Oh, my. That is big. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for specials and events. Ison's Family Pizza. Find us at 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or on George Street, downtown Batesville. Lawfree Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana from locations in Osgood, Versailles, and Dillsboro, has an oil sale going on now through the end of March. They're already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel. Make them your go-to for oil, LP propane, and farm petroleum. Checked out their retail store lately? Need something for the farm, garden, or do-it-yourself project? They've got it at the Osgood store. Lawfree Valley Ag, you already go there for country mark fuel. Stop in for everything else you need, too. A friend of the family, someone you can always count on, who's always there when you need them, who cares enough to take the time and make sure you're okay. They're there to talk, laugh, and even cry with you. Someone that knows exactly what you need in the moment of deepest sorrow. For families making funeral arrangements in Greensburg, there's only one thing you need to know. You've got a friend at Porter Oliger Pearson. For more information, visit them online at popfuneralhome.com. Porter Oliger Pearson Funeral Home. If you've been injured in an accident but don't have the help of an experienced personal injury attorney, you're at a disadvantage. The lawyers at Craig, Kelly, and Faultless are dedicated to helping accident victims. The insurance adjuster handling your accident claim is a trained professional. So aren't you entitled to have the help of a pro as well? Visit ckflaw.com to learn more. Craig, Kelly, and Faultless. Fearless. Passionate. Experienced personal injury attorneys. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student-athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. 
For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the tech. Osgood Utilities reminds you to know what's below. Dial 811 before you dig. If you're having gas, water, sewer, or construction work completed on your property, make the call. Osgood Utilities salutes the Jackson Dell Boys basketball team on another season of hard work and dedication. Organized sports teaches lessons in teamwork and perseverance that will stay with these young men the rest of their lives. Osgood Utilities, reminding you to be safe and always dial 811 before you dig. 